Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Educated Hustle podcast, episode zero. This is your host, Paul Latibodere. With my co-host Emilio Porter, how you doing today, Emilio? What's, oh, what's going on? It's a, it's a beautiful sunny Sunday afternoon, and uh, of course, with this being episode zero, I think it's a great backdrop to begin what we hope. At least I'm gonna say I hope. I think you also hope as well. It's gonna be a historic episode. We might have to look back and be like, you know what? This is the beginning. This is the beginning of something great. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. It's definitely the beginning of something great. Uh, and we definitely wanted to expand and reach a lot of people. But, you know, you got to start at the bottom with everything and, and grow and work your way up and get to where we got to go. So I'm excited to start this journey off, man. And why don't you, why don't you start off by telling us about what the, what the podcast is about and, and what we want our listeners to benefit from. Educate Hustle podcast is a topic that is near and dear to both of us. Um, it's pretty much about we want to highlight people who work full-time jobs, regular nine-to-fives, but they don't let that discourage them from encouraging and pursuing their own passions. So here at this podcast, you want to give a voice to those people who are you know, doing things like writing books, blogging, having an active or even in some cases healthy lifestyle and Pretty much not using their nine to fives as a reason that they don't strive to do more, but instead use that as motivation to, hey, I do want to do more. I agree with that. I agree with that. And um, what what do you think? How do we come up with this? I mean, we we're just kind of kind of brainstorming. Um, you know, where 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 did this originate from? I think it basically originates from that we have a big network of um, millennials. You know, not to really, you know, date ourselves to target ourselves, but we have a big network of millennials that we see all the time doing such amazing, great things. And we feel like they could they could be an inspiration to people that don't know about them, because I'm sure you can attest that, you know, people that are doing these great things and you wish there was more coverage or more people knew about what they're doing. But rather, it's just kind of like in the family, only on the Facebook friends. But it's just you see that potential someone you feel like, hey, if we can get you to the masses. I'm sure we can inspire you or inspire other people to do more. So that's what, you know, Educated Hustle kind of really started out as just a way to highlight those individuals. But I think it's going to grow into something to where we're going to become a community sort of Sunday dinner. You know, people come to us just to hear what's new, what's going on with these entrepreneurs or people that we have on and, and kind of use them to brainstorm and get that imagination and juices flowing, you know? Yeah, I think you hit it on the head. I think what would be great is uh, someone kind of connecting with other people that listen to the podcast, maybe connecting with a guest, maybe listeners connect with each other to figure out, hey, maybe we have something here that we can kind of start together 
or maybe we're kind of doing the same thing, you know, give me some advice as to what I should do better to expand my business, my horizon, my idea, my book, my thought, my, you know, anything that you're kind of creating on your own. And maybe you can link with somebody who's doing the same thing to kind of help you out. So that'd be amazing uh, that if we can kind of put those two people together or put those network of people together to realize that they have another person who's doing the same thing and that can help along the way. Yeah, for sure. We want to have a melting pot of ideas. And, you know, if you do hear someone on the podcast that you think has a great idea and y'all do something together, build something, I mean, you can always send the check to Educate a Hustle. You know, we, we, we don't we don't ask for a lot, you know, a little small 5% fine to fee. But, hey, you know, that's up to y'all. You know, whatever you think is appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, check, money order, Venmo, PayPal. All of them. We'll take them off. We'll take All anything, you know what I'm saying? You can you send your grandma down. We'll, we'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, you know, like I said, this is just the beginning. So we're excited to to figure out where we're going to go. Uh, but speaking of the beginning, let, let's talk about how, you know, we how long we've known each other and, you know, where we met and things like that. So let's get let's get our listeners to understand who our hosts are. Shoot. Oh, man. Um, this right here has been my best friend for over 13 years. I, I think after 13, I just stopped counting. It's just a long, <laughs> a long period at that point. I mean, the fun fact that I got to always tell people that, you know, always blows minds is, you know, me and Paul have went to the same elementary school, the same yeah. middle school, the yeah. same high school yeah. and the same college. <laughs> you both lived in the same neighborhood. When we were younger and I, we both lived there, you know, until I moved. And when I moved, he still lived there. And I had a chance to come back. He was still living there. So <laughs> just to give you a, a, an idea how the longevity is. But, yeah, I met him in third grade. And ever since then, we, we, we partners in crime. I have the crazy idea. He goes with it. Everyone else says no. Probably the one guy is like, no, nah, we could do that. So... When it actually came time when we got older and we had the ability to do something like a podcast, it's, it's, who else could I go to? Most definitely. Most definitely. And then, yeah, so that's what I'm t- trying to say is myself is, you know, we've, we've done this for a long time and, and we just wanted to get something off the ground. Um, you know, went to the same school. I also pledged the same fraternity as well uh, during the same year. And we just we just really really done a lot of things together so when we thought about this idea of a podcast you know who else to better do it with um than your best friend and really get it together and and make something monumental of course but if we want to go into more personal things i know we we want to see a little bit more to y'all give it access i graduated from university of central florida in spring 2013 with a degree in marketing i currently work as an independent contractor some more fun things about me is I'm a big video game player. I'm just going to do some free promotion, Vicious Full Life. That's F-O, not F-O-R-F-O. Let them know what it is. Xbox, PlayStation, anything with an on button, I'm on it. Big reader. Love to read. I'm, I'm more of a fiction person. Never really got into the nonfiction. I'm, I'm more of the Game of Thrones, Harry Potter sort of crowd, just to let you know what you guys are dealing with. <laughs> Um, I like to make people laugh, and you know, I'm, I'm often called a, a fresh of breath fair comedically, so I just try to bring my style into whatever I do or say to people. But enough about me. Let's 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 hear about Paul and 
instant fasts that he got going on. I mean, you know, same, pretty much the same come up. Graduated from the University of Central Florida, uh, fall 2013. <clears throat> got a job with a fast food chain. I would not name by name, but, you know. It's it's well recognized. Uh, been, it's a good job too. He ain't he ain't out there flipping burgers. By the way. <laughs> Once you thinking like, oh, he just coming fresh off the line. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely uh, doing the corporate thing right now for a couple years. And uh, I actually moved from Florida to Michigan uh, in summer of 2014, and that was a big thing for me. I, I never moved outside my outside of Florida, and I don't know anyone up here. And I don't know anyone who, in, in their right mind, who would make the reverse from going to the state of sunshine to the frozen tundra of Michigan. But I mean, where when when the opportunity calls, you got to go get it. But you know that that's been something that uh, has really changed my perspective on life is is really getting out of my comfort zone and starting something on my own and and coming out here and not knowing anybody, but to be able to build my own network and you know, do something, do something to where I can start my life of successes has really helped me in the long run. And I think I can just help anybody who's out there trying to go and, and do something on their own in another state. I say just whenever that opportunity, just goes, go do it and, and make sure that it's, it's, it's worth it because you, you only get this, this one opportunity in life to really live it. So just, just go do it, go explore and, and live your own life. Um, but uh, other than that, um, interests are in sports. Big Miami Heat fan, uh, big basketball fan, football too. I do fantasy football. So any listeners that have leagues and things like that, let me know. I'm down to to play and 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 really start to network like that. Uh, sports are a beautiful thing to to communicate and network as well. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much a, a brief about me and and what I'm about. Um, so yeah. We uh, wanted to design this episode to really get to know each other. And also, me and my host uh, kind of wanted to dive deeper into what we may not know about each other as well, even though we've known each other so long. Um, I think there's always you know, sides of people that we haven't seen uh, in any relationship. So we, we definitely designed this episode to really kind of dig a little bit deeper into who we are and, and really let you guys feel that chemistry and and so that you can kind of get an understanding of what you guys are listening to and who you guys are listening to. So, uh, which, how should we do this, man? Should, should I go first? Should you go first? What you What you thinking? I think they they got to hear my voice. That was a yeah. Let me let me take a break. <laughs> I'm gonna drink this water real They might have forgot I was on this. <laughs> <laughs> like, where do you go? <laughs> I'm gonna take a break and uh, so, sip this water with lemon. Oh man, I know that's a big goal exactly. coming too. So I'm I'm a, I'm gonna get the first question in. So I'm going to start it off with something to make you really think. So obviously you have your parents. Who do you feel from your parents you are most like and why? Hmm. Dang. I, well, I kind of don't want to like, you know, pick any, pick any, you know, one over the other. They're not <laughs> hearing this. So don't matter. Just, <laughs> they not, they not pressing play. <laughs> I know. I know that gonna. I know my people aren't pressing play, so that's why I can say that. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, hmm, that's a good question, and I think that the person I'm like the most, I think, is my mother. Uh, just just from her her kindness 
perspective, she's a very kind person. And I get that a lot from from every all my friends. They're like, oh, your mom is the nicest person ever. And I think that kind of trickled down into me because when I meet people and what people are very impressed is how genuine I am and how real I am. And I, and I get a, I get a lot of that from my mom. Just she really like loved to give us opportunities to go and do whatever we want. Um, I remember when we were in, well, when I was in, um, I want to say either ninth or, or 10th grade, uh, she was always pushing me to kind of do other things. Like she pushed me to get my first job. She pushed me to travel uh, to Washington, D.C. to attend uh, three different conferences. She pushed me to go to the uh, inauguration of Barack Obama. Um, she pushed me to just step outside of my comfort zone. And, and she always did it with, and a, and a, she always did it with something to make myself better. And I didn't realize it at the, at the time. I, I kind of reflected on this um, when I was a little bit older and I was just really appreciative of all the stuff that she made me do when I was younger. And it really set who I am today because I don't think if I had, if I ever had those experiences, I wouldn't be who I am today. So I really thank my mother for all of that. And I love my dad too. It's just from a different perspective. <laughs> I gotta throw it off just in case you hear. I gotta love my dad. I want my dad to feel left out. My dad really uh disciplined me um so that I can keep my head straight and make the right decisions in the in the future. So whenever I'm thinking about making a change in my life, I always think about what my dad had said to me when I was younger to really keep my head on straight and make sure that you make the best decision for you going forward. And um, so that's kind of what I take away from my dad. But if I had to pick one person that I, I'm most like, I would say my mother with her kindness. The shots keep coming. Gotta <laughs> love it. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, Paul's mom, Mrs. Labadere, is an amazing woman. And she from, oh, even you just took me and all the other kids that came over under her wing. And yeah. If I had a second mom, it'd be her, without a doubt. And I'd say that with all love. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So the question I got for you, you mentioned that um, you were a big Harry Potter fan, right? Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask, what element of Harry Potter do most people overlook that make it so good? You know, the, the, the element that people actually overlook a lot and it's it's really kind of crazy, but they overlooked the element that when Harry Potter was in his prime and it came out all those times, it really made reading cool. And nothing, there's not really a book out right now that I can think of that makes reading cool. And Harry Potter was such a big cultural event to where when the midnight releases came and you go to Walmart or whatever, you're seeing your classmates you're seeing people. It, it made people that didn't read have to read because now they're hearing everyone's reading. It's like if you didn't read it, you know, you, you kind of felt left out. They had the movies, but the movies are behind the books. So if you really wanted to be in that elite and you wanted to get to where you had to go and be able to say, you know, all this and that, you had to read. And that's the biggest thing I think it really overlooks is Harry Potter made reading cool. I, I already say this and it's a little known fact, but my first book I ever finished reading that was a real legit book, was the third Harry Potter book, The Prisoner of Azkaban. That book made me want to go back and read the first one, the second one, and after that, I continued to read them all. So that's probably the biggest thing in my opinion. 
That's true. I didn't even think of that. Uh, everybody was reading that book at when we were growing mm-hmm. up. It was it was a phenomenon. Had competitions in class of people who could read first. Like, every time I come in and be like, "What chapter do you want? Oh, you want ten? I'm on 15. <laughs> that, Get on my list. Did you, did you ever make that up, or were you always honest? I was always honest because you know, at the end of the day, you don't want to lie because someone might say something to spoil it. That's the thing about it too. Harry Potter was such a good story that you did not want anyone to spoil it for you. Like you did not want to find out what happens. You want to get there yourself. So if someone's ahead of you, you'd be like, you know what, man, I'm on chapter 10. When I get to where you at, we could talk a little bit because you don't want to have that conversation. And then you find out something big happened. Cause I know me when Harry Potter was out, internet was not near it. I'm, I'm reading. I'm in class. We have a break. I'm reading during the break. Like it, it, it made people just eat the book because you never wanted to be left out at all. <laughs> That's true, man. That's true. That's crazy. I, and I don't know. I don't even know if we ever if there's going to be something with this generation that has the same kind of element to, yeah. you know, turn reading into that. Yeah, it, it's, 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 it's hard to make a book that captivating. And, you know, it's even harder when you realize she did, like, eight books. So you had eight books that people all love and cherish. And you have this universe that people make as an as a offer to even drop eight books that everyone consistently wants to read and be after. It's, it's unheard of. And the only thing for this generation, and it's not even our generation because it's been out, but it's maybe Game of Thrones. But that one is so violent and so much stuff goes on, it really can appeal to kids more for older people. So for the kids, I don't know. Maybe Hunger Games. Maybe Hunger Games. <laughs> true, true, true. Okay, okay. What you got next, man? All right, man. So this one is a you gotta it's probably gonna have to make you sit back and think about it real quick. But let's say they invent the time travel and you signed up to do it. But the catch is Whatever time you go back to, you can only be there for one minute. So let's say for that trip and event, you go see yourself, but you only have one minute. What age would you go see yourself at? And what would you tell yourself in that minute? Woo! Yeah, that's a doozy. That's a doozy. I know. Got to hit them hard. (laughs) If I could see myself for one minute. What age? What would you say, man? What age? And what would you say? <laughs> uh, I'd probably honestly go back to to freshman year, and I felt like, even though it was a great time, I felt like I I never really took that first step to get ahead of others. So if I went back to my freshman year, I I kind of stop myself. I'd be like, yo. I know this is a good time, but come spring, you got to start grinding. You got to start figuring out what you want to do after college because college, you know, people get so captivated with the with getting into college. Oh, I got in. I got to get good grades. I got to pass college. And then when you're done with college, it's like, what? What next? You know, I, mm-hmm. I've been spending four years of my life doing this thing where I'm graded and there's a structure there. And when you get out, there's really no structure. There's really the world of opportunities. So it's kind of hard to figure out where you want to go next. So I would kind of tell myself in in freshman year, like, yo, think about things that you really want to do. Start researching them. Start getting out to the people that are in the companies you want to work for or people that you want to know that start their own business and, and 
think about how you can start making that map for yourself so that when you're out of college, you can get ahead and figure out what you want to do uh, coming out. Because that's what I feel like I'm doing now is really spreading my wings and figuring out what I want to do with my life now. Um, so I kind of would go back to that point in life and really sit down with myself and tell them like, this is really the time that you should be doing this and not really, not now. Hey man, that's, that's a good question. If I can go back, I, I go back to my freshman year of college too, but I probably tell myself something different than that. <laughs> be more about a, have some more fun there, young buck. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would give sophomore me that what you said to yourself, but at freshman me, I'd say yo, take that year and have some more fun, man. Take that year, have, have some, some more fun. Because right? I think freshman year is a wash year, in my opinion. You go in there, you have the fun. But if you make it past that when you get to your sophomore, then start thinking toward the future. But I think freshman year is just like yo, man, you're here. You're not with the parents no more. You're with the homies. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Not to say that we didn't have any fun, though. I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. But, you know, always can have more fun. We leave it at that. Always can have more fun. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. Um, so my next question for you was, what moment in your life changed who you were forever? <sighs> Heavy questions today. Yeah, right? <laughs> what moment? Shoot. Harry Potter was a big moment, but I'm not going to rehash on that. If I had a really say what moment changed me forever it's probably getting into our fraternity alpha kappa psi the reason why i say that is because alpha kappa psi was the first time in college that really made me have to sit there and think what am i gonna do after i get this degree because i mean i don't want to sound bragging or anything but i'm a person that I know I'm going to get to my check marks. I knew I was going to graduate high school. Wasn't excited to graduate high school because I knew it's a path. Like, hey, I'm graduating high school. That's done. Boom, boom, boom. Knew I was going to get to a college. Got into a college. Knew I was going to graduate. Graduated. You know, it was point A, point B all the time. But AK Sire really made me think, well, you have point A and point B, but what are you going to do with C, D, F, and, you know, the rest of the alphabet? And the way it changed me was opened me up to different things like networking, LinkedIn, having your resume built up, trying to get internships, trying to get job opportunities, all while still attending college. You know, the normal college student, they just go to class, ace the class, go home, watch Netflix, play a video game or whatever, and they're done with it. But AK Style was like, well, OK, you, you, you went to class, you aced the class at school. Why don't you go on um, indeed, and look for internships. So why don't you go on internship.com and try and get an internship? Why don't you try and shadow some people in the corporate world? Why don't you do this and that? It asks you all these questions that you think you had no idea of. You know, you think you're you're doing enough, but you realize, oh, I'm I'm not doing anything. So that's probably one that really changed me and how my life focus is getting AKSI because it put me on a path to hey, we could do some great things, but you have to take the time to actually do them. No, I agree with that and. Also, with the amount of people that were in the organization doing their own thing, and even now, there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that are starting their own business, starting their own blog, starting their own, you know, network of things. Um, so it's just an amazing organization that kind of spread. It kind of forced you to do more. When I saw people around me joining clubs, becoming presidents of clubs, becoming you know, getting internships at the biggest companies, this, this, and that. I was like, man, I, I, I'm not doing anything, you know, like, like these guys are, you Mm -hmm. know, so, you know, surrounding yourself with people in your network who, 
are striving for greatness it was amazing from the organization and I think that that too also changed me who I was as well. Yeah. AK Psy is just engraved in us. I know I can't look at my network or imagine my life without AK Psy people in it. So it, that's how big of a statement that is. It's just, you know, I, I see an AK Psy brother every day through social media, maybe in real life, but I see him every day. It isn't a small presence. It's a, it's a big presence. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so one last thing I wanted to get at before we uh, close out our first or our introductory podcast, I should say, mm-hmm. it was I wanted to bring up a topic and, you know, us kind of go through, chime in ab- about what we think. Um, but basically, the question I wanted to ask is, do you believe that successful people are their worst enemy? And let me kind of preface this by saying, are successful people striving for too much success or are, do they ever go back and think about the accomplishments that, that they have uh, achieved or are they too focused on getting to somewhere where they're not really going anywhere and kind of staying stagnant? So I wanted to kind of give your, get your thoughts on that. Yeah. Um, when I, when I first heard that question, I agreed that such people were, but now I don't necessarily think it's successful people. I think it's more so the society that we're in. And I preface that by saying we live in a place now where if you talk to your friend and you tell them what you're doing, you know, give them your job or whatever, they're going to ask you, all right, so you know, are you going to do that for the rest of your life or what else are you going to do? And you might be in your bubble where you feel like you're good, but then you hear that question and it makes you think, well... I don't know. I, I, I'm just kind of chilling it right now. It's like, oh, well, you know, you, you can always do more. And I think it's like, you know, your peers, society kind of make you question where you at and don't let you have that enjoyment because you can sit there and think that, all right, I'm doing all right. I'm doing OK. I can pay my bills. I have everything. But there's always people asking, you know, or saying, hey, you could do more. You could you could be more. So I don't really think that since such people are their own worst enemies. I think it's just that we always need to be doing something mindset of society that is our worst enemies, because I can sit back and think of my accomplishments and they're, you know, you tell them to someone that if they really do much, they're going to think I'm the top dog. But I just feel like, you know, I'm, I'm so way behind. That's because there's just so much going on in the society that I live in that I can really strive to rather than just sit there and stay in this lane. It's kind of like you're, you're pushed to go out and do more in a different lane. Oh, you did this? Well, you could do this next time. You could do this, so you could do this and this next time. So that's my take on the question myself. Nice. Well put, well put. Yeah, and I just think I just think that people who are striving for success really need to kind of sit back and really think about, you know, what they've accomplished so far. Even, you know, just getting through mm-hmm. say college or getting through high school. That's that's a check mark of success. That's something that you can put on your resume. That's something that you can say that you've done. So um, even just getting an internship, getting a job, you know, starting your own blog, writing posts weekly, um, anything, anything could be chalked up as a success. Um, so when you're measuring that, it's hard to really compare to others because two, li- two lives will never be the same. Even if you have the same parents, same mm-hmm. background, same growing up, two lives will never be the same. And it's really important to really reflect on your successes that you've already achieved and then focus on maybe another thing that you want to achieve to make you even more successful. I think successfulness or being successful, I should say, is not 
a broad, like one painting, but a multitude of paintings that you've covered in through stages of your life. And you've had success in other ventures of your life. So therefore you are already successful and you just want to continue your success. So I feel like people tend to say, oh, I'm not successful, but really you are because you've already done so much in your life, whether it's taking care of a family, there's such a wide variety of things that you can already mm-hmm. say that you've done successfully. Yeah. And, you know, I agree. And like I said, it all comes down to, for me, bad society, they don't let you sit there and feel successful because they always make you feel, hey, you got to do more. And the true successful people are the ones that just know, as you were alluded to, what you want to do. If you want to start a family and raise some beautiful kids, there's nothing wrong with that. If that's your goal, that's 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 beautiful. You don't need that anymore. But you have to be able to kind of accept that and know that's what you want. You know, it's it's it's, it's a terrible thing. But, you know, people will always tell you what else you doing, what else you doing, what else you doing. And you kind of have to be able to want to sit there and say, hey, this is what I'm doing and I'm, I'm good with it. And, you know, I think as you get older, it, it, it comes easier. But, you know, for any people out there that are listening, that are young, millennials or even younger, just believe in yourself and do what you want to do. And the rest is history. Because, hey, if you could pay your bills, you could pay your car notes, you could pay your insurance, you have a roof over your head, you've already beat out like 90% of the world. <laughs> so <laughs> don't, don't, don't let yourself get down with, with just what's next. Because I always tell people when they ask me what's next, I'm just like, you know what, man? More money. Chilling. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, there's just got to be a, a a direction to go in next. But at the same time, you know, when people are getting down themselves, I just really want them to know that, hey, they've already done so much. And even if you don't think that you're at where you're supposed to be, maybe that was in, you know, the higher powers hands, whoever, whoever believes in what, but um, I think that's just, uh, people just really need to focus on that. They have been successful and that there's just more success mm-hmm. to come. So that's kind of what I really wanted to focus on today and really kind of give our listeners a little insight, a little tidbit of what we will we'll be talking to with the guests in the future. Um, and I, I really think we got some here, man. I, I'm really excited, bro. And I, I'm glad that I'm doing it with you and, I know we're gonna we're gonna make this thing happen, make this thing jump off. Oh, of course, for sure. Um, I am so excited. We are only going to get better. We hope you liked this episode in particular, just to get a little insight into both of who we are and what we do. Once again, the name of the podcast is Educated Hustle. If you want to reach out to us, we have several social media ways you can do it. The most common one is Twitter at educated underscore hustle. We also have a Snapchat at educated underscore hustle as well. You can follow us on Instagram at educated hustle podcast. No spaces, no underscores, just educated hustle podcast. And then if you want to email us with just feedback or inquiries or, hey, if you want to be on the show because you feel like you're a guest that has something that's really positive and you need help bringing the light, you can do so at educatedhustlepodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that is educatedhustlepodcast at gmail.com. 
I, I think it was a great show. Um, co-host, you got anything you want to say to the people out there? Hey, man, I just want to say, just join us for the ride. It's going to be great. And I, and I look forward to like doing many more shows with you, man. Let's, let's, let's get this. Let's get this. Oh, popping. Man, we are for sure going to get this popping. And once again, we thank y'all for listening. Hope you like what you heard. You have anything you want to say to us, feedback or anything, you know, we put it out there where you can get us that. And we, we'll definitely look forward to it and we'll read it and we'll take it to heart. But once again, we're just so thankful that uh, you guys have chosen to listen to us. I'm Emilio Porter. And I'm Paul Atwood-Air, and that's the first Educated Puzzle Podcast episode. Thank you so much. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.